What's happening, people? It's Big Lloyd here. We're here for another episode of Tempo and Flow Music Industry Talks. Hope everyone's feeling well. Um, I'm excited for our guest today, man. Um, I call him a genius all the time. Um, like, I just think his brain, the way he works and thinks is a different had the pleasure of working with him a few times done a few videos with him and that and um yeah man i'm excited to get him on excited to hear what he has to say you know and talk to the people so i'm excited to have nathan teddy on today um let's see where he joins let's see when nathan joins what's going on here um also i now have to do the plug all the time um this is a podcast it's not just on instagram live so you can check this out on um apple and spotify yeah soon gonna be on youtube so it's exciting here he is let's see where mr teddy's at See what's going on. We could get him in the live. Yes, Mr. Teddy. Yo! What's going on? Just here, hold on. <laughs> you gotta set your camera right. I'm trying to get the Liverpool kit in. It's not really happening. Terrible. <laughs> you're, ter- you're terrible. What's going on there? Big day. Got nines video out, which was nice. Big up nines. Big up nines. Big up the team. Big up Oatsy. Big up Laurie. Big up Nina. Big up Charlie. Big up everyone. Mm. Like it was Paddy. It was good. It was close. <laughs> loads, of, loads of people involved. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, just complicated sort of... little process just trying to get ooh, all that together so I'm going to shut the door yeah that might be a good idea it's always feds running around the place terrible so we should just jump straight into this, man. How did you get into? How did you get into music? How did you get where you are today? Um, <clears throat> I kind of didn't really wanna like do the whole doctor, lawyer. All those professions are good, like, mm. but I think like. I was always going to apply myself in something that was going to be kind of like practical in some way. Mm. So I ended up like my cousin, he's a music video director and he like worked with So Solid and he worked with like loads of mad people, just, you know, like Wyclef, all these people. Mm. And from a young age, he used to like always just try and get me just like on set. Do you know what I mean? Just trying to keep me out of trouble from always like being about the place. It was like, come down, Come and see how it works, blah blah blah. So yeah, from, yeah. 
so from there, I just kind of got into bigger things and started trying to just like work with bigger companies and just other different companies, mm-hmm. which was like hard because I was always like the only brother on set. You know I mean? <laughs> it's true. Like, but what came with that was that like everyone used to talk to you like just all the time, just yeah. about anything. But it meant you could also talk to anyone. So like I just used to ask questions about just like everything on set. And then with the idea of just getting as much or not really with an idea, just getting experience and just like understanding like what's that there for? What's that light for? Why is that bit of metal there? Do you know what I mean? Like why is there a track? Why does the camera sit on this thing? And then you know, like the process afterwards and like how it all comes together. Do you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what I was interested in. But I love music as well. So sooner or later, like the two worlds just kind of collided. I was working like mm-hmm. for some film company and then this other film company came in and they were like, look, come and work with us. Come and like help us run like, our music video department. So then, yeah, I did that. And again- But my... how, how old are you at the time though? What then? Yeah. 27? 28? Okay. Something like that. But you skipped out what you were doing with life before then. <laughs> what, before then? Yeah, like you just, you skipped that. Bruv, that was just, if I wasn't on set, then I was probably just somewhere partying, basically. <laughs> it's true. Just... Living your best life. <laughs> um, so it means it's London, isn't it? So like, when you're young and then you come back from uni and all that, first thing, like I say, was that I just kind of embedded myself in somewhere where I was going to learn, and that was like a film company. So come back, twenty-two, whatever, mm. and then just went straight in. In fact, I went and worked at an editing company. Is what I did. And editors are like quite interesting people because they just sat in a room for like twelve. Do you know what I mean? To 14 hours a day and they come with all these mad personalities. So you're firstly you're like bumping around all these rooms, like helping them out with shit. And it's like all these people are quite mad. And you have like a different mad experience going through all their rooms. So like initially, like immediately I was like drawn to all of these like quite interesting characters in and around film. And then you've got all the directors that came in to go and chat to them. Do you know what I mean? So again, you start interacting with all of these kind of like interesting characters and then you start looking at the work that they make and then you start figuring out how editing works and all this kind of stuff Mm. and then again like you know you're bare young and then you're all like all of these companies are like in central so you're in soho and you're like working late and then you end up going out all the time and then you start like i say like you start building up a network of people who work in film but then they're also the same age as you and you're like do i'm saying you're starting to understand your place a little bit. So that's what yeah. I did for a long time until someone like gave me a chance. Um, so even though I was like doing that music video company at like 27, maybe I didn't, get, I got a chance saying that, I got a chance at like 25 or something like that. Like yeah. the company took a little bit of a risk. They were like, you're good at talking to people. So go and talk to loads of people about our directors. Do you know what I mean? So then I started learning about different techniques within film because every day you know all different styles because each director's got their own style and then you start going and like i say meeting people and you got to then go and promote their work and all this kind of stuff um and then again like yeah that's when someone was like well you seem to be all right at doing that in other areas because i initially started doing it in like the commercials you know space like advertising but then i went into music 
when from like 27 and started going to see record labels and then again like trying to sell the idea of like working with a bit of a different director who's a bit just weirder do you know what I mean like mm. it was fun like you ended up working with like we worked with like Pharrell like you, we did like big dizzy videos just like we did big like good stuff like it was always quite interesting and then like um and then I just quit it and was like I was interested because basically no one knows anything outside of the music when you're not in the music industry you'll know you have no concept of what's yeah. going on in there yeah. so yeah. that's why I was, I was like that's surely the next step do you know what I mean let's go and see what's going on in there and yeah. then yeah then I ended up yeah just kind of bumbling around a little bit and then uh yeah ended up at Warner's mad and then talk us through that you know what's it when did you join Warner's what's that been like what you been what do you do there what you been doing there I started off as like a freelance commissioner which Mm. is that's the person that basically obviously once you get a deal and the time comes for you to make a music video, you come and talk to me. And mm. then, you know, I try and kind of bring to life what, yeah, what, you know, what, whatever vision, you know, the artist has for their video, which then hopefully bleeds into, you know, like the artwork and, you know, whatever, you know, website skins, whatever it may be, do you know what I mean? But it starts to give them a bit of uh, identity, I suppose. Mm. Um, so that's what I do, or that's what I started off, yeah, as a, at the label, and I started getting little jobs. So I'd do like little 15 grand videos and 10, 10 grand videos, and then I'd help the boss, Jen Ivory, do any of the bigger jobs. Big up, Jen. Big up, Jen. Um, yeah, any of the bigger jobs that needed doing. And then in doing that, I started to learn the process of like how you commission the video. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then at the same time, so then I did that for like a year, year and a half. Yeah. And then again, like the same thing, meet people, start getting into the rhythm of it. You start connecting the dots of like people that you've met before. And then, you know, because I, I decided to do it freelance as well. Or I was given the opportunity to do it freelance. So I could work at Warner's and they were like really blessed. And they like, they gave me like a decent platform to work from. And then, and around that, people who I knew from music would just ask me to do, like, odd jobs here and there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What you got in your room? Little fly, just annoy me. Carry on, there. Get rid of it, fam. <laughs> Get the raid out. That's what you need. Um, yeah. And then... And then, and then... And then I used to play football with... Um, on the other occasion with Jack Foster. And he... Um, what do you do? He, we was driving home one time and then he showed me a little video of like someone that he wanted to sign. Yeah. It's like, right, that man's sick. He's like 16, the guy we were watching. Time flies a little bit and then he just, I think he just emailed me and he was just like, we've got a video for this artist we look after called Dave. Can you come and help us commission the video? Yeah. Yeah, like, what do you need? And it was just a matter of um, kind of like just helping them out with a just a bit more production and a bit like a producer and stuff like that. But they had like this guy, they had Lex, director Lex, who they worked with, mm. who, and he just needed a bit more of a team around him. And that was it. So started doing that. And that was like an odd job, which 
and taken on board. And that, again, it was just a bit more <clears throat> experience. And then it's not that I didn't think too much of it, but I was like always kind of interested in just kind of why you could say that, you know, the people that historically I've been working with on like all these big, <clears throat> like commercials and big videos, but weren't in like the UK space for like, basically like anyone of color, do you know what I'm saying? Who was either in like the grime scene or whatever it may be, or the UK rap scene. Afrobeat was just getting moving then, do you know what I mean? But yeah, I, was yeah, bit, yeah. I was a bit like, it doesn't make sense why this, like the equipment, the expertise, all this kind of stuff isn't being applied to, do you know what I mean? Like this whole group of people here. But like to look at that as a concept and then to kind of like try and answer it a little bit, it just started happening when by accident I just started directing videos with Dave, do you know what I mean? Like, and how did, how did that come around? Because I read somewhere that they was meant to, you wasn't meant to direct it, you had to fill in or you was asked to step in. Yeah, like Lex, who, who had done the last video, was in the process of doing this one, but then it kind of what, like, basically, I think we either ran out of time, basically, I think we ran out of time, and then he had unfortunately or like got another job and it kind of it coincided with the, when we needed to shoot question time. Mm. So then again, like we lost him and then we, and then I ran around trying to find someone else. And then mm. I think I was just on the phone to Foster and he was just like, look, why don't we think about like just doing it together? Do you know what I mean? We're doing it. Why don't you do it? And then, do you know what I mean? Like Dave's good enough that you can kind of like, as long as, look, as long as it was all structured and organised, then we'll be okay. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we kind of just kind of went for it a little bit. I was shit myself. I was like, nah, this is long. <laughs> and was that the first Dave one you done? That was the first, yeah. That was the first one I did. He won at Ivan Novello for that song. It's amazing. He it did. He it did. It's a powerful, powerful bit of music. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. And I remember the email came in and like it was like... <clears throat> we've got this seven minute song. And I was like, right, seven minutes, you know? And then, you know, we had like a certain budget and I was like, right, we need to think about this. This is going to be tough, you know what I'm saying? But that was like the first time though, I kind of thought also, is it going to be tough? Because you can just go and get a lot of favors from people and just see what happens, do you know what I mean? And <laughs> that's literally what I've been doing since just... And that's crazy, man. And then after that, how much, more videos did you do with Dave? I don't know if you can remember them all off or you know all of them that you've done with him, but it felt like you guys had great chemistry and went on to do more. Yeah, we did. And then like, we did question time. And then that was like, it took a minute to get it all together. And then, you know, basically immediately they were like, we should do no words. So then we did that. And then we, I think we were meant to go away somewhere, like Morocco something like that and then it was like all this kind of back and forth and then we just found like a nice house and then went come let's just do it there so then mm. did that really quickly so i didn't really have too much time to think about it all do you know what i mean just did that and then i didn't do anything for eight maybe i don't think we made a video for ages and then we made 
they've been made Funky Friday, which, yeah, like... Big tune. Big tune. Big tune, which has its own little narrative. Um, it, took, it, like, it took a couple of times to get it right, basically. Yeah. Uh, but, like, once we got it right, it was like, it was mad. Like, all... Number one in the yeah. chart and all that thing. <laughs> quite yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. Number one. But yeah, then there was that. Then, 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 then there was black, where that was another one where that was a big process. Went to Nigeria, shot some stuff, came back here, shot some more yeah. stuff. You know, like dynamics and stuff like that like it was not because there was pressure because obviously like you know his album was on the verge of you know being announced and stuff like that so and with the track being so poignant you know poignant and powerful and that it was like yeah there's pressure here we got to make sure we get this right um and you know like we did that and then again like we went straight into it and then did another video for, did a video for Stratum and then went in and then there was like a big long another narrative about doing a video for location and then and then we did a video for professor x mm. then professor think, x was amazing yeah it's kind of it's funny isn't it like it's better, like you know being honest i've probably like you've got to be satisfied with something in the end you know like but with that, I think I'm satisfied. But yeah, yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. And and then I guess you started working with other artists as well around this time. Around that time, yeah. Then, like, I did like a couple of little things here and there, and then like, and then obviously like Heavy, so Dave, so basically management kind of like left me a message saying I've got to get in touch with someone at Relentless or someone from Relentless was going to get in touch with me which they did Hannah Coulson and then it was like just like do you want to sort of like pitch on this track with Eddie One and Dave and I was like mm. I don't think I actually don't think I looked at it for a day or something like that and then I remember I was like in my flat on like Friday in the afternoon I was like listen to that track bro and then bang listen to it and then immediately I was like nah this is sick yeah. Hannah, and then that afternoon met Hedy and then Adnan I think and then yeah some people and then we just started talking about it and then literally within like a weekend or something I just kind of came up with something and then we were all just like discussing what we were going to do that's when I first met you probably right yeah I think we knew of each other maybe before but yeah I think we met during that time like, probably yeah, we went to that side properly. I just remember that video being like turning everyone's heads. You know, simple black and white, but very effective. Do you know what I read? Mean? Um, yeah. And I feel like after that, your phone just kept ringing. Like I feel like your phone was already ringing, but I felt like I started to feel like every label was like, "Yeah, Nathan Teddy's doing." You know, we get we're reaching out to Nathan Teddy. You know, we're seeing if he wants to do this and do that. How did that? Like obviously you could say how was that for you did it feel like you know the phone starts ringing more because at this point i guess you've been doing what you've been doing 
you're working at Warnersfield, you know, and then now everyone's like, yo, can we get a video of you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How does, how does that feel to you? And, you know, how did you cope with that? At the time, if I was being honest, I kind of like, I, I don't know if I took it too well. I kind of freaked out a little bit because, mm. you know, like, you know, like I'm putting the attention on someone else. And then like, obviously like, you know, good work. <clears throat> means that you get, you know, like good rewards back and stuff like that. But I think I just kind of, there were all these different little things coming in from all over the place. And then like, I, you know, like I'm doing like a day job per se, you know what I mean? Kind of, as well as like, kind of all of, you know, all of a sudden like trying to build a career as a director. Like, and like I said, my cousin had done it before and I'd always kind of like, you know kind of like compartmentalized the idea that that was for him and like for me I was always like tinkering around like meeting people like I say and like building trying to build little careers for other people elsewhere so then for when like it was happening like to me and then yeah. like, people you know people are sending you stuff and they're like you know want to know your advice in a very different way like not by committee basically they're just like what do you think you're like oh well yeah like you could do this or you could do this you could do this and then like in your head, you've got like an infinite amount of like different ideas that you can like chuck into stuff, which then you're like, where, where do you put all these things? Do you know what I mean? So basically I just like, <laughs> thought like a lot of it, like a lot of the attention and a lot of the expectation, if I'm not gonna lie, like I just found it quite big, do you know what I mean? And then didn't really do anything with it for a little bit. I just kind of chilled and just kind of, then went a bit silent and then just focused more on like the commissioning thing. Um, <clears throat> But maybe I just kind of kept my eye on like a couple of things and then, but I didn't make a, I can't remember how it all kind of went, but I just didn't make a video at the time. And then I just wrote a little idea for Heady One again for both. And then mm. gave them the idea. <clears throat> and yeah, they kind of, and then we all just sat on it for ages actually. So then I, again, just didn't do anything. And then all of a sudden someone was just like, yeah, they like it can you do it this way and can you do it quickly? <laughs> it was like, all right, cool. And then we were just back at it again, like. And how have you like found that balancing these videos with Warner as well? Because obviously I work with you. <laughs> I get to see how busy or how mad it is at times, but how mad it's like. How mad do you think it is? Well, I think if whenever you have some sort of type of day job and you know I know one minute it could be a Liam Gallagher video it could be a Royal Blood video JC Stewart whatever the label is you know needed your opinion and advice on and your help on and then that's when you know you're doing a video for another act and that's maybe on you and your team and I guess it's like balancing it isn't it because I, I know like for me so I'm an A&R and a manager but the two kind of go hand in hand at some point do you know what I mean? Especially once I joined Warner, Crazy Cousins, big him up, he signed to Warner. <laughs> so I was A&R manager one. So I could balance it out. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I don't know how it is for you. So I just asked him, how, was, how do you feel? How have you managed to cope or keep it going, I guess? Uh, like, just kind of rolling with it, to be fair. <laughs> like, mm. I think you just... There's like, there's only so much you can control. Do you know what I mean? So, 
you might as well just be ready when people are asking you for very specific things. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're just kind of always on your toes. That's it, really. Yeah. Which, do you know what I mean? That can lead to stress, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you think about it positive, you know, like positively, then it's like you always kind of, like the mission's the mission, whatever it is. Might as well just get into it. Do you know what I mean? And if there are many things happening, then that's when you've got to use, obviously, your, your brain a little bit and just stay organised. And, you know, communication is like the, the biggest thing that becomes a challenge because you've got to talk to a lot of people about a lot of things and make yeah. sure that you're just kind of like keeping it, like I say, just keeping yourself organised and making sure you're getting, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Getting things yeah. done at a, at a speed that, you know, benefits everything that you're doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 totally. And I guess, like, so to touch on a couple of videos that you've done, because I think it's important we highlight your work that you do at Warner along with the work you do separately. And But one of the two, well, I guess maybe two videos I could talk about is um, you did the Stormzy, Ed Sheeran and Burner Boy video. Yeah. How did you find that? Because, you know, no offence to anyone, but you're working with three big artists, so to speak, you know, big characters, you know, people that are at the top of their game, done multiple videos at this point in their careers. And here you are being trusted to bring this vision for this big song to life. You know, how did you find that? Do you know what? It all happened so quickly. Because, like, I, I can't remember where I went. Maybe I went to Dubai to go and... <laughs> an artist and came back and then there was just like I think there was a voicemail from someone who was just like look this is what's happening you've been sent a track and they kind of really want they've like this they've kind of thought to just leave you with it for the weekend and then just get straight into the process like the following week so I was like what <laughs> what's Stormzy I was just like okay like there's not too much to <laughs> argue with there and then I think I did a, and then I had a, like, a quick phone call with him where I kind of think I think I just discussed some like really random stuff just like yeah. you know what I mean just trying to figure out what the hell would work and then and then like he had a really good idea he was like he had a good reference of love and basketball which I think he was which he was pointing towards like obviously like let's have a little let's have a narrative in it and then yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just let the star power do the thing. Like, and then after that, it was like, come on, let's just find the right place. Let's get the right people. Brother, it's stress. Like, every day, like, there was, like, 15 things to do. Da -da -da -da. You take them all off, whatever. Everyone's talking to each other. And again, it was like, they, like obviously, like, more of the things were happening. I, maybe at that point, I might have taken some real time off to do it. Um... But yeah, it was like, it was, it was hard and it was like fast, like quick. Mm. But like, what was cool was like all the support was there. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just had to just go and get it and like talk to people and ask questions and do whatever needed to be done. Do you know what I mean? And then, yeah, like, came to the day. I remember I was like proper nervous. <laughs> I think I called my mum and she was like, I was like, are you going to come down? And she was like, nah, I've got things to do. <laughs> 
got to go housing, go and get food and all this. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, just kind of got into it. Because, like, you just become, like, part of, through no fault of its own, like, you end up getting sucked into this, like, mechanism. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of things going on, like. Yeah. I mean, that's, like you say, three big artists. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like they come with, like, a lot of attention and a lot of people and a lot of, like, you've got to take care. Do you know what I mean? Like, just you can't just willy-nilly... Things shouldn't be forgotten. Do you know what I mean? You've got to pay attention to a lot of the things because it's important. Yeah. Not for the music and, like, you know, just to... Just, you know what I mean? Just try and rep just people properly. Um, but, yeah, that was... that was. Tough. I remember I was tired at the end of that shoot. Just... just That's funny. Trust. I... But it was all but, well worth it. Yeah, and it came out really good. You know what I mean? That that video was really good. You know, mm. I think it was it was amazing to see free acts, free artists being displayed in that kind of way. Do you know what I mean? And that leads me on to then like doing the recent one of Heavy and Drake. You know what I mean? Um, but you got a shout out as well. <laughs> that one we <laughs> was first, and he got shot. Dave Fantasy. Um, what was that? What was that like? Because I guess again, like each of these videos and how they come about had their own story. And I imagine being sent a heady one and Drake track one day is probably like a bit mind blowing, I guess. Or you know, because you because you remember, like I think it's incredible that. And the reason I say like I'll pick you up and say, "Oh, Dave is a genius," because you get sent a song. And I know every video director goes through this, but I think you get sent a song, you you weren't there when the artist made it, you don't know, you listen to it, come up with a concept that fits that. And I think some directors could go off in their own head with their own ideas and, you know, their own thoughts and beliefs. But I always think the best directors, it's kind of like the same with movies, they get they get into what the song is or what the artist is. You know what I mean? It feels like a good fit. You know, when you could watch a video and see a song and the visual and go, ah, that feels like a marriage. It doesn't feel out of place. There's many songs and videos and I'm like, that video did not really match up to that song. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or that what I'm watching isn't quite correlated to what I'm hearing in my head. You know what I mean? Mm. But I didn't know what to expect of a Heady and Drake real track but when I saw the video I was like yeah I like this you know what I mean like I like this like Drake's got the bad day he's got the cars and he's got the bad day he's got the cars like it didn't feel like this was done on different days or different parts of the world and you know what I mean do you, do you get what I'm saying with this yeah so, yeah yeah what is your I guess my, my, well, my question was how did that how did you come up with that? How did that feel? What was that like doing that video? Do you know what I mean? That was... That was, yeah, like... If, like, Stormzy was that quick, do you know what I mean? And it was all, like, you know, really fast-paced. This was, like, the complete opposite. It was, like... There were, like, big moments all the time. You know what I mean? Like, bro, like, the fact... First thing... Someone sent me a text where they kind of made me think quite, you know, in a deep way about, like, getting your name. I mean, like, Heady shout me out like that, basically. 
Mm. And I was like, you know, from, but from the moment I, like, basically, <laughs> I, got a, I got a text from someone being, I got a text from my producer, Annie, and she was like, you need to call Tiffany Calvert now. But I was walking around the park, just like, kind of like trying to get some headspace. And then I was like, listen, I'll just do it in like 20 minutes when I get in. Got in, completely forgot, and then like, left it maybe about an hour. And then like, Annie was like, what the fuck are you doing? You shouldn't need to call Tiff. Yeah. Then I called Tiff. And then she didn't say anything. She said, no, she said, just don't say anything. Sorry. Listen to this. And then she just played the song down the phone. And more time I was like, is that Drake? <laughs> <laughs> That's Drake. Like, That's Drake, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and then, then the break came in. And then she was like, now listen to this. She was like, just shush. And then obviously Heavy came in. And I was like, oh no. This, these two. Yeah, and I kind of thought I heard my my name, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> nah. And then Tiffany came on, and was like, "Did you hear that?" And then I think she replayed it again, and then I was like, and then I took it in, and I was like, immediately, like I think, like you know, all the adrenaline just starts going through. I was like, well, I was like, maybe shaking a little bit because mm. I was like, I don't really understand what's happening here. Because I'm hearing this through Tiff and like not heavy and like da 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 and it was all quite yeah it was all it was all you know it was mad basically yeah. <laughs> and then but yeah like then it was the funny thing is actually I did get in myself a little bit and I was like shit all the pressure of it I was, I was like started writing like big ideas and I think I called heavy and I was like chatting this big idea to him he was a bit like yeah okay that's interesting. And then came back to it again. It was like, too, nah, we should just do something just really simple. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, simplicity is key. So, but, like, it all, you know, it all happened around, like, initially, at, you know, the time when things started kicking off culturally, you know what I'm saying? Like, we started all going out, really voicing our opinions, protesting, the whole mood of what was happening in the country meant that we kind of looked at what we were doing and then um, parked it just for a minute and like actually, you know what I mean, put to the forefront the things that were actually going on out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there was like, you know, if we started thinking about it and then I think we shot one part, we didn't finish it for what felt like, I think it was like 10 weeks or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like as long. Uh, but yeah, like, then again, like, it all just, do you know what I mean? In between that process, I think we were like, everyone was still talking to each other and, you know, just trying to, like, figure out what was going on. And, you know, like, Drake's people were just, like, quite, they were really, like, nice and easy to work with. And same with Relentless, obviously. Like, but from one minute, there was, like, all this gap and then silence. And then I even forgot about it and just kind of, like, was getting on with, like, other things. And then, yeah, like, it was like, okay, we need to release it on Monday. And it was like Saturday or something like that. And yeah, it all just kind of, yeah, just kicked off. And there was like this big, quick kind of process of like everyone talking to each other. We did like a little reshoot. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. fitting it all in, discussing stuff. Just, yeah. But because like, Eddie's so calm in it, really. And like everyone around him, do you know what I mean? Kind of manages things in a way that it just kind of, you know, 
you can get to that big place. Just like yeah. I say, just communicating again and just kind of knowing who to ask. So like, it felt big initially when I heard it down the phone, but then as it all kind of like happened, you were just kind of taking it and just like breaking it down and just being like, yeah, cool, we need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. Got to wait a little bit. When we have to go, we've got to do this. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you just yeah. stay, the other thing is you just stay away and just make it happen as well. Yeah. That is it. No, I get that. I totally get that. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's a credit to yourself that you've been able to do like many videos, but you've literally done a video with Ed Sheeran and then within the space of six months done a video with Drake. That's like two of the biggest acts in the world. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, you got yourself, Mr. Nathan Tetty. We thank God. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Play this simple. Like, you know, there's a plan. I guess that brings us to the current day. Like, where you, you know, what's going on at the moment? Where you at? What's happening? You know, what are your days occupied like? Because I guess even like with COVID, someone that works in your field would have had a bit of a change, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it's not it's not work as normal, is it? Because you've had to adapt, things have had to adapt, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, <clears throat> like, it's, you know I mean, it's a, it's a liberty what, you know, the people who seemingly say they're in charge, what they've kind of allowed to happen in such a short space of time and the way that it's affected, so I mean, just lives in a way that I think people from our generation just don't, have never really seen to a certain degree in, mm. you know, in this country at the very least. But it's like such, not that it's just, you know what I mean? I'm talking about like people, you know, like the, the, for the government in this country, not to, but in all places where something like this probably shouldn't have happened. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm. absolutely unacceptable that it's happened. So, when it did, it was like, I don't know, man, like, I suppose, like, maybe I'm a, I'm a problem solver. So, like, yeah. you end up as time was going on through like lockdown, people start asking you questions about, you know I mean, how they can start working again. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, they're like that's their livelihood, isn't it? So we need to probably figure something out because, you know, more time when you're looking on the TV and like Boris isn't talking about, you know, people who work, <clears throat> you know, who mainly are like freelancers and don't, do you know what I mean? working maybe like the creative sector or don't have like jobs where you know the furlough is going to help them out this that and the other it's like you've got to think of ways you know on like how you're making things safe and then also just run do you know what i mean plain and simple and that kind of was like what lockdown was for me do you know what i mean like just you eventually started to look at like things that got relaxed and then like how the rules applied to you know what i do or you know and then just yeah try to just make some stuff and try and get that bit of the industry moving again. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone was just chilling. Mm. Everyone was chilling. Do you know what I mean? I tried to do like a lot of, you know, a bit of writing and thinking and stuff like that. And I think that's what, you know, that wider community was 
doing. But once they kind of, that all ran out of steam a little bit, then, yeah, it was like, start talking to a lawyer every now and then and trying to see what I've gone. And then it clicks. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? And then between that time, that's when I did like, um, that's when Drake, and Hedy, Hedy and Drake, excuse me, happened. Mm. All right, so we've got a couple of questions here in the comment section. Go on. Clip said, how do you generate your video ideas? <laughs> I just think about it. <laughs> I'm long. Like, that's probably why I've not done many videos. Do you know what I mean? Because I just, you know, try and... I just think about it a little bit, for a fair bit, to be fair, and, like, keep coming up with probably ideas that start quite large and then I strip it all back because I, you know, there's a, sometimes there's a simplicity to just putting something together. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it takes a minute for that to happen. I like go through a lot of different ways of like writing stuff down. I over listen to the song. I just won't stop listening to it for some reason. Um, and then, yeah, just until I like whittle it down to yeah whatever it needs to be. That's fair. All right, we got another question here from uh, Zaid Creates. He says, as a videographer, what's the best way to contact industry to film their artists, music videos, and festivals? Uh, like you, you just got research a little bit and going like find out if you're like an artist usually you can some in some way you can find out who their manager is do you know what I mean like you can go that way but yeah you make like you can go that way and make yourself available to like direct the artist or you what do you do you just come into the label and just like start no actually you just start you know then you gotta figure out who's worked on projects on like you know certain artists and you know, email their marketing managers and or email me, like the commissioner, if you ever see the commissioner's name on like credits on YouTube, do you know what I mean? Like just start figuring out who the people are in the industry. Which seems quite straightforward, but like it's just figuring out where to look, do you know what I mean? Like there's so much social media out there with their names on it. And usually they list what they do. Alright. Got a good question here from Rich Costello. Have you seen a change in the budgets for black music videos in recent years? Yes. By hook or by crook. Yes. <laughs> I mean, bro, but like, grab that money, bro, at the hand. Like, but it's a tough one because it was like, by, it seems by due process, it was always underfunded anyway. I think it's fair to say, but yes, and like others, you know, certain people kind of understood how to, you know, how to apply like the right resource to it, and others just didn't, and others just didn't. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But in recent years, yeah, you know, like, you know, to command like, you know, the money that I did, for example, on like the Stormzy video, like, that's definitely something to look at and go, okay, cool. We can get to this place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the the how do we do it across the board is what I'm saying because that's what it requires. 
plain and simple. Like you can't. There, are, everything has its moments and everything has its steps, and you build up to. Do you know what I mean? Like big budgets and stuff like that, but it, everything needs to be given the chance. Do you know what I'm saying? Like just facts. So we can kind of say, well, we've seen a change for the positive in budgets, but there's still some more to go. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say that. Like, the thing is, it's like, there's still probably like certain cultures of black music that get funded better than others. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you know, would you say that, you know, like conscious rap artists from the UK get the same money as someone else? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, but that is a question for like what people are pushing, do you know what I mean? Rather than necessarily like there's a, a, a deliberate kind of agenda to not push that, do you know what I mean? To not resource that yet. Like the thing is like, it's, it's like the next steps are like, this is a big wide, do you know what I mean? Our cult, like black culture, it's a big white culture when it comes to music. And it's like how you, how, how, as much as you can support, you know, like rap, Afrobeat, whatever it may be, there's like a lot of other little areas that probably could do with looking at when it comes to budgets. Because when you chat about budget for videos, you're really chatting about budget across the board for the whole project. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. what are we saying? Like, who are the, you know, there are other people to champion out there as much as it is easy to champion something quite specific, which is looked at as being really hot right now. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it totally makes sense. I get that. I think you answered that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got a question here from who is Ken David. Do you still work as a commissioner? If so, how do you balance full-time and directing? Like I said earlier, bro, just get on with it. And yes, I do. Like, because it kind of builds itself out into different things. Like, now I end up, you know, talking to, or trying to talk to labels and artists a lot earlier in the process. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm. And just, yeah, just kind of helping them, you know, trying to build, like, the vision with a bit more, hopefully with a bit more imagination than they probably have dealt with before. Mm. Just, you know, yeah. But yeah, I do. How do I, and like I say, I only balance it by just literally trying to keep myself as bestly organised as possible, bro. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Organisation is key. It's key. Um, and we got another question here from Rick Costello. Um, with videos generally affecting charts positions of songs, is your part of the business being treated as significantly as other departments like radio or TV? Good question. The easy answer to that is yeah. Like, but that's a real personal kind of answer to that. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like I, you know, I'm at the point that I'm doing what I'm, at the point that I'm working, like we're at, a stage where it's like, you know, we've got to fund, we've got to fund the vid properly. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. what, what are we doing? But like, with that comes competition in it. So you start looking around and then other people are starting to 
do the same thing, obviously, or they've been doing the same thing. Um, so yeah, like it is, it definitely does get treated as importantly. It's just a matter of the process is just different. Like you go through different steps to try and get all you need. Do you know what I mean? Like whereas like everything else kind of gets it at the beginning, you end up being like, oh, okay, cool, that was a good starting point. But actually, this is what it is. Do you know what I mean? Like if you want to do it properly, or you need to do it like with this, or you want to like really make an impact. This is what you need. And then you kind of like, that's where you balance the books a little bit or you're asked to balance the books and try and, you know, just keep pushing and pushing and pushing until you get everything that you need. All right, that's fair. And um, I've got a couple of questions before we go. So for someone that, because, you know, I always say we have people watching that want to be artists or people that want to do the jobs we do. What's your advice for someone that wants to do your job? You know, someone that wants to say, you know what, I watched this, I watched Temper Flow podcast with Nathan Tetti. I want to do what he what he does. What's your advice or what's your top three thing? It doesn't have to be free, but what's your advice, basically? Um, like, but obviously, like, oh, have a plan of some degree. Oh, you still there? Oh, we lost Lloyd. Come back, Lloyd. Look on. Yo, you still there? Yeah, you're there. Right? Yeah. No, there you go. Is your I think I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Have a plan from the beginning, and then that will kind of break itself down into probably the actual tasks that you need to do. But because I didn't really, I've got. There's no like finish point. Do you know what I mean? You just kind of. I'm. What you could, what you should do is kind of probably understand what impact you want to make. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then you kind of work out how you make that impact. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm lucky to work with the people that I've been able to work with and then like offer what expertise I have, do you know what I mean, to that. But I suppose the general rule is just like, get as much experience as you can. Like, it's like a bit mad, but you know, you end up being a bit of a, workaholic especially in times like this as well because you can always watch something you can always read something you can always probably just sit and procrastinate and think about something but then you can always contact people as well and like just keep asking them for the opportunity like that is it being slightly relentless because there's a lot of people out there do you know what i mean all with you know what i mean like all with their own interests all with their own like you know like levels of like expertise all with what mm. their own vision and idea that they want to do so like it's not about the loudest voice is the one that is truly heard. It's more about having something to say. Do you know what I mean? Like, and really like putting a plan together for what you want to do and what you want to say and who you want to do all that for. Do you know what I'm saying? And how it's going to, how that's going to, you know, benefit others as much as it's going to benefit you. Start thinking about it like that. And then you can kind of then start to understand, like, if you're going to come in, like working music, who you need to talk to, you know, like what passion you want to bring to it or if you want to go direct into film for example because obviously that's where i came from like who you need to support what like you need to technically learn all that kind of stuff and like all of this is like do you know what i mean obviously it's like big like adult kind of stuff but it's like just make it fun that is the main thing like all of this has been like good because all of it has been fun even like all the pressures all the arguments about 
this, that, and the other, and like wrangling <laughs> money and all this shit. Like all of it is like to a certain degree, like it has been an experience that has been positive. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's kind of like something to always keep in mind. It's like there's like positive effects from like really trying to make a difference with a lot of the people that we work with. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, as much as there's like all the like other stuff, like you know all the fun stuff, like all, all like the big, you know, if you do well, then all the big stuff that comes with, do you know what I mean, doing well. But yeah. ultimately, you know, ultimately, you just kind of have to really kind of believe in yourself a little bit and like have a plan that has a bit of thought to it, not too structured. Do you know what I mean? Just like something that kind of, do you know what I mean, gives you a good guide. And then just, you know, communicate. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean you've got to be out there just like, just whatever. Just like find your rhythm and just find the people to talk to and communicate and like take it serious. And then hopefully, you know what I mean, it all kind of works. I don't know. Do you know what, I mean? and what would your advice be for the up and coming artists watching? Because I know there's a lot of acts that go, you know, look at the videos out there. I haven't got that money. I haven't got that budget. You know, as someone that works in this field, what would you say to an up-and-coming artist going, man, how could I get my video popping? Like, how they, artists, other artists get Nathan Tate videos? You know what I mean? How, how, what's your advice to them? Um, like, just you got to know your limits, like, from the beginning. Like, basically, you just got to... Again, it's just the same thing. It's literally the same thing. Just, you have to have a plan that kind of, you know what I mean, like, has, like, a realistic kind of idea towards what you want to achieve. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like any skill, isn't it? You've got to build up to it, no matter what. Like, and it's the same thing. Like, like your vis you know, your visuals are obviously important. So it's not always about spending money. It's about just like, just kind of like, you know, applying the right kind of thought to what you're about to do. Do you know what I mean? And just being realistic about it. Like, because... Obviously, like, making films is expensive, isn't it? Like, you can't just yeah. chuck money around, like, and you can't do it again once you've done it once unless you're going to spend more, you know, more cash or ask for more favours or whatever it may be. So it's like, just the big four at the beginning kind of gets you a long way. Do you know what I mean? And it also, time is money, isn't it? So it's like, the more time that you have, the less usually money you're going to spend when it comes to making, like, all these things. So if you can get ahead of yourself when it comes to that as an artist, then... That's a good thing. You know, I've often found as well, which what? I say to a lot of artists is, when you haven't got the big budget, it kind of forces you to think outside the box because you can't just pay for these things. You know, no. you can't just do these things. So it's like, how do I get more creative? And I think my example I love to use is Stormzy because I know Stormzy didn't have big budgets coming in the game, but he managed to get his mates with a camera and a mic and say, let's go to the park. And it's yeah. like, if we watch that video now, <laughs> that video is on 100 million views and it's him in the park. <laughs> so it's sometimes I always say to artists, you've got to, you know, think outside the box, haven't you? That's what I'm saying. Like, bruv, that's usually every video in one way or another. Every artist I've worked with, they've usually got some idea where they're like, what about that corner over there? Or let's just do this this way. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. that's the one thing. Like, there's always a problem solved. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, by just kind of talking to each other <laughs> and like thinking, yeah, like, cause you, you know, in like, you generally, you probably still don't always have 
enough money, like I say, anyway. So you're always pushing, 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 pushing. Like, yeah, you got to make the best of, of what you get. Hopefully, it just keeps getting a bit bigger and like a bit better. It should be okay. But we, have to... yeah, that's wicked. That's wicked. So, I ask everyone that comes on here, what would you tell your younger self? What would Nathan Tetty today in 2020? <laughs> 30th of August, what would you tell the younger Nathan Tetty that's growing up now, going, you know, I want to be a video guy, I want to, I want to do this for a living, I want to do this for a job. What would you tell yourself? <laughs> I don't even really know. Um... <laughs> good question, isn't it? <laughs> it is a good question. I'd probably tell him that, you know what, like, it's calm, isn't it? Like, it will all kind of figure itself out. That's what, like, you just have to. I think I've always had the same work rate, but I've never really understood where it was going. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's, which maybe I, I worried about at certain times. But yeah, if I was ever going to. I think I've, I probably personally now look at things a lot more. What's the word? With a lot more. Um, <clears throat> A lot, I think, like, with a lot more... Um, what is the word that I'm looking for? And, you know, like, what's going to happen is going to happen, basically. Like, there's, and like I think I said earlier, like, you can't... There's not many things you can control. There's actions that you have that, you know what I mean, or decisions that you make that will obviously have, like, actions. And as long as you just try and keep making positive ones... Got to kind of see in it, like it should all be okay. But yeah, I don't think I thought like that a lot when I was younger. I think I kind of was like just keeping it moving. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now it's like you just get a little bit more. My bad. Someone tried to call me. Call my Is phone. It? So on the same right there. Um, so listen, last two minutes. It's been great. My last question, which you can sum up quickly, what's next? <laughs> what is next, Nathan? I'm just going to keep making more videos, bro. You know, you know. I think the phone's going to... Sorry. Um, yeah, just keeping it moving. Like, there are people, you know, who I'm chatting to about certain things. Um, you know, I've just got to keep, you know, trying to, yeah, just like help in one way or another. Just keep myself busy, do you know what I mean? Be a busy body, just all the things. But like, it's been, it's been like interesting, like, you know, the past like two years, especially, it's been mad. So everything has, you know what I mean? Like it's end point. And I don't think that's now. I hope it ain't. But whatever this part is, like, it's probably, it's like as interesting as like the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just want to keep just seeing what happens and yeah, just doing my thing. Help people. Well, and all that. The world is your oyster, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> the world is your oyster. <laughs> as we know. And thank you very much for doing this, man. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a pleasure. And, 
I'm happy that we've had you on, Mr. Nathan Tetti. You know, this is Tempo and Flow Music Industry Talks. You can listen back to us on 